Howdy, friends. It's Greg Milby. Thanks for listening to the Lyrics and Laughs podcast, brought to you by Luke Andrews, luke.homesearchlouisville.com, a podcast where we recite great country lyrics like poetry and what we know is a useless attempt at converting our non-country music-loving friend Kenny into a fan. Tonight, it's Johnny Paycheck. Take this job and shove it on episode number 60 of the Lyrics and Laughs podcast. There he is, Dr. Chuckles, Joe Bennett. Take this podcast and shove it! That's what Kenny is wanting to say all the time. (laughs) Captain Poetry, Eric Clements. Greg, you haven't looked better ever than you do right now. You have a glow about you, and I don't know. I just come in for the real thing. There we go. It's kind of odd. And not a fan, Kenny Rambo. I'm just going to jump straight to it. Joe, Greg, are you guys about to deliver the most savage job resignation ever? <laughs> Is that what 50 plus episodes I was of waiting, this podcast I was has waiting been about? Episode 60 to let yeah. you know. <laughs> it's been kind of painful the last few months. So. <laughs> That's really uh, funny. It, it occurred to me on the drive over here. It's like, man... Talk about the long play. <laughs> and if there is one like person. A year ago, they plotted, all right, here's what we do. We get him on a country music podcast, mm-hmm. and 60 mm-hmm. episodes in, we turn the tables, and we go to this song, and that's how we let him know we're out. I, I believe Joe would do that. I am probably dedicated enough to do something. Oh, like I know, that. fully. Yeah. yeah. So, but speaking but of no. somebody being dedicated, dedicated to this podcast, uh, our wonderful sponsor, Luke Andrews, on the Lyrics and Laughs hotline with us right now. How about that? Is that sound- we got a hotline? Yeah, we do now. All right. Luke? It, it, it is a hotline now that I'm here. <laughs> Pick it there up when I'm is. putting down. <laughs> wow. So good. So good. Hey, uh, thanks again for being a sponsor. We appreciate it. And I, I'm sure you are. Uh, on the hotline to let us know how well business is doing due to your uh, corporate partnership with the Lyrics and Laughs podcast. Well, actually, I would, I'd really like to take the night and I'd like to take my sponsor, sponsorship dollars. I, I don't want to talk about how great Briarwood Reserve is and how you've got these phenomenal lots that are back there where you can build your dream home. Um, I would actually like to take this time and promote my new, bod- my new podcast. Um, I talked to Joe about it the other day. It is somewhat complimentary to yours, but also a bit competing. So I, I don't know how that'll work. Um, it's called Podcasts and Frowns. And it's where I take my non-lyrics and last loving wife um, and try to convince her to become a fan. It's, uh, <laughs> that seems we are several episodes in and she is... Uh, it's it's a hard no. Yeah, I, I didn't think anything could be more difficult than this. <laughs> She's dead so, to us now, right? <laughs> we so should podcast and frowns. You can find it, you know, anywhere uh, podcasts are sold. Um, <laughs> and then that's being on TV, Ben. Uh, oh, wow. But a bed, bath, and beyond near you. <laughs> you bed, can bath, only... and beyond, please be a sponsor. Yeah, dang, you've already got Bed, Bath, and Beyond as a sponsor <laughs> to your podcast that tries to convince your wife to like our podcast. <laughs> We're doing something real wrong, yeah. then. <laughs> that I mean... is so meta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, we should have Ambient on board too because my wife falls asleep during this podcast <clears throat> when we listen to it. It's like podcast inception. 
Like we're going deeper and deeper into the the world of podcasts. Like, wow, that's yeah. amazing. Luke, I thought of a great. I mean, you're going to love this. A great. Um, I, I guess. I guess we could call it a giveaway. Let's Ooh. let's. How about we do this? The first person that buys a, a lot from you in the new Briarwood Reserve and says that they're buying this lot and transact the deal because they heard of you on the Lyrics and Laughs podcast, we'll give them the Taurus. <laughs> wow. wow. With all the aftermarket upgrades. With, with, I mean, with the, with upgrades, all the aftermarket it, upgrades, it nearly doubled in value. It did almost almost thirty dollars now. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, almost, almost. <laughs> Can you really put a price on that bag phone? Yeah, they'll pay, well, that's true. They'll pay more in taxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, we will tell them uh, again. Whoever does the deal, I will deliver the Taurus right to the lot. I'll jack it up, put it on blocks right in what their front yard would be, and they can just drive by and look at it and and. and Make all the neighbors happy. And then all the other lots will sell. No, 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 no. no. See, I I get what you're doing here, Eric. This is is the ultimate long play. You're coming in. You're wanting to bring this tourist out there. You're wanting to meet random, unsuspecting strangers and take them out to a building lot where they already have a bunch of holes. (laughs) You and your serial killer business. I'm on to you. I am on you. That's that's dang. I don't know why I didn't think of that yeah. uh, that gimmick. My thought was this will then bring the values of all the lots down, and I'll come in one day and buy them all. What I'm hearing, and then is- I don't have to do the development myself. Taurus gone, price back up. Just made a bunch of profit. Uh, what I'm hearing is buy your buy the lot for your dream home from Detective Luke Andrews. <laughs> this is not the Briarwood Reserve Cemetery. Yeah. Listen, if you want, and if you want to go with this gimmick, we'll start with we'll start with the uh, you know the one and only Taurus, and then anyone that buys one afterwards, we'll also give them a Taurus. I, I love it. Are you interested in a walkout basement or a shallow grave? <laughs> dream home and a dream car. This this lot can uh, have a have a nice basement, hold at least thirty or forty bodies. I mean, <laughs> square feet. <laughs> And at this oh. point, should I say visit luke.homesearchlouisville.com if you would and, like yes, to purchase a lot? Yes, because it's Home Search Louisville. We, we cover E-Town, all of Central Kentucky as well. So, I mean, yeah, luke.homesearchlouisville is the easiest way to find me. Um, or, you know, come out to Briarwood Reserve. My my name and phone number are all over the place out there. So Spray painted on the streets. Spray, spray painted on the streets, uh, probably some inappropriate things spray painted over it. <laughs> Are your um, is your picture on the signs? My picture is not mm-hmm. on the sign. Dang. I'm I'm not I'm not that pretty. No, uh, no, we're gonna blow up. We're gonna we're gonna we got print. you. Yep, we're gonna print some <laughs> pictures. I've got some from college when you set your hand on fire, and we're gonna print that right. Yeah, on the- <laughs> yeah we got yeah. you. Yeah. Hot deals. We're gonna park the tourists out there. Who's gonna say win this car? <laughs> All you have to do is, is, uh, do you want to buy from a guy with frosted tips? Come on out. <laughs> what you need? You need a lot. Come in. Come to come into the back of my tours. A frosted, ni- a frosted tips and a, uh, in a, in a man necklace. Nothing like yeah. it, baby, back in college. <laughs> oh, man. 
No wow. joke. This is a true story. Luke, uh, Luke, we went, we, we grew up together. We went to college together and then he ended up transferring to Western. He came back, uh, some weekend, right? And you came in and you were like, Hey, I got this new trick. I want to show you. And you, <laughs> you soaked your hand in hairspray and then lit it on fire. <laughs> and I had to be standing by with a towel to, to put out the fire in case it got out of hand. Yes. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I have a picture of this. Yep. Sounds like college. Yep. Yeah. So what and was the Joe's trick? Face. Third degree burns. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's face in that picture. It, I've never seen anyone that happy. Oh, it, is, and, and you want to talk about, he didn't have frosted tips. He had just like the full blown that blonde. Was, yeah. I dyed my hair like really blonde. Greg, Oh, well, you're using Greg. my phone, and my wife and kids just pulled in. Oh my god! Notifications, uh, Greg. Way to ruin a good story, I know. Greg. Oh, what did a horse walk by? <laughs> Does he get <laughs> notifications when Eric gets here? <laughs> no, no. Okay, did a horse walk by? <laughs> Hang on, Amish buggy. I'll be back. <laughs> I think we can find another sponsor. <laughs> no, we can't. We've tried. Yep. Literally cannot. <laughs> no, ma'am, not you. I've tried giving this sponsorship away, and no one will take it. <laughs> yeah. I said, look, I'll pay for the rest of the contract. Just take it. Yeah. It's a lot like the Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, no one should feel bad about Greg and the hard time we give him. It's just because we love him. And he also sold me a Taurus that I've had to put like nine <laughs> times the amount of money I paid for the Taurus into it. So he really got If I me. remember correctly, two of the biggest option upgrades have been free. That's true. But, yeah. the, but what wasn't free uh, was that, the that, tires that, that, and the brakes. That's you, because no matter what vehicle you buy, you put like BFGs on for some reason. Right. <laughs> it's like every every car you, you buy. You had a Pathfinder with mud tires. I on, watched. Which I never you, figured that out. Literally, I watched you on Sunday purchase an old Nissan truck, and within ten minutes, you were on your phone purchasing BFGs for this this said vehicle. True or false? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Turn this around. Um, yeah. Well, Luke, thank you for being a sponsor once again, um, and we appreciate you. And um, I can't wait to see who wins this Ford Taurus. I know this is yeah. going to be great. I I, I I can't wait. One of, one of these one of these weeks, I need to get down there. We need to do this in person. Oh, we will absolutely. Hey, we we've talked about maybe says a guy living in his mother in law's basement. That's why. <laughs> please, I got to get out. Yeah. <laughs> Can I come down yeah, next please, week? Baby. Um, we, yeah, we need to have Luke on in person. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't we take the show to Briarwood? Yeah, Reserve there we go. That can be our it. outdoor show. How about next week we go to the Briarwood Reserve and do it from a, an empty lot? We can all pile in the Taurus. We'll go over there. We'll do some sweet donuts because there's, <laughs> yeah. there's a bunch of vacant lots, I hear. You available next week, Luke? I, I, I'm sure I can be available next all right. week. We can all right. That. We could take it to the Briarwood Reserve. We'll do it from one of the empty lots. We'll, we'll figure something out. We can bring the drone. There you go. We can yeah. get drone footage of the tourists doing donuts on your future lot. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, that might go viral. This is going to be a good weekend. This is, this is getting better and better. It'll be good for sales. Yep. All right. There you we go. just got to purchase a fifth mic. All right. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, fellas. We'll appreciate it. You guys have a good night. Right, you, you too, too buddy. See you, man. Fun. See you. See you. Bye. It's yeah. an interesting limit you just created there. You'll share your mic with Luke Bryan. You won't share your mic with Luke Andrews. No. Well, because Luke, I want Luke Andrews to be on here the whole time. Oh, okay. I can hear him running down the hall. Hey, y'all. Um, I've been trying to get on this podcast full time for a bit, and I just, I was, I was, I'm not saying I was eavesdropping. Eaves, is it eavesdropping or eaves? Eaves. Eaves. Like, like eaves on your house. <clears throat> what? You should put that in a song sometime, Luke. Eavesdropping. What, where do you think that term came from? I never thought about it before. I'm getting distracted from my purpose of being in here. Mm-hmm. My purpose was to say, I've been it's trying finally to, starting to fit in. I've been trying to be actually so focused. full-time. It's the eavesdropping. I can't get over it. Where did that term come from? I, I think you used to hang from an eave yeah. to listen in. Yeah. And Man, then, I'll and be, then it, I'll, y'all blow my mind. I'll be, I, I got to get back out of here. I'm going to go look that up. See y'all. And then every now and then, all right. Bye, Luke. That was a quick visit. Yeah, because then you'd be hanging over the eave, eavesdropping. And then you would. Fall oh, I have off the no road. idea. I just made that up for Luke's benefit. No, I, I, I'm trailing. Man, you, you guys, <laughs> I was eavesdropping again. I heard that. Man, you tricked me. Uh, so fool look, me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't fool me twice. I'm an eaves. <laughs> Man, I was having a rough night. So now that uh, American Idol's over. And I got so much time on my hands, y'all. I'm ready to come full time for lyrics and laughs. But we only have four mics. Daggone it. But I just heard y'all say you were going to maybe get a fifth mic for Luke Andrews. Well, that's because he's a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been sponsoring him. I've no. just been lingering in the basement. I yeah. see that now. Yeah, you've been been more of a, a, a nuisance. A moocher. Yeah. I guess, I guess so. Mm. Squatter, maybe. Was, <laughs> but do I get squatters rights? Uh, no. Well, I don't know. It's not my house. Sure. Do I get squatters rights, Greg? <laughs> no. Well, I, I, Greg, I do find it odd that he lives in your basement and he doesn't pay any type of rent. Yet he gets on his private jet and flies back to do his American Idol taping. Well, how am I yeah, supposed I've to get there? I've got two kids to do the exact same thing. <laughs> the jets. Okay. Wait, they have private jets? Yeah, they feel like it. Man. Well, how am I supposed? I mean, what am I supposed to do? Uh, drive all the way to Los Angeles? I don't no. know. No, stay at your house. Man, I love y'all. Or sleep in your plane. No, I love being with y'all. It's fun. What song are we doing tonight? Uh, Take this job and shove it. Yeah, well, you can take this podcast and shove it. Has anybody said that already? Um, Yeah, I think think Joe beat you to to that one. Daggone it. All right, I'm getting out of here. All right. Man, Luke is fired up tonight. He is. We've wasted 15 (laughs) minutes now. Yeah, we're all into it. So, take this job and shove it. Performed by Johnny Paycheck, the late great Johnny Paycheck. Uh, written by David Allen Cole in 1977. Big hit for uh, Johnny Paycheck in early 1978. Number one for two weeks on the charts. Is his name Johnny Paycheck related to the song in any way? No, or not at all. Are all his songs about jobs and work? He's only had one. This is his only song. This was his one hit. He's one hit. It was his big hit. Okay. His his real name is Donald Eugene Little, uh, or Lytle. I don't know how you say that, but uh, it is interesting. I never, I, I've I've always known of Johnny Paycheck, but it never occurred to me that like there was a Johnny Cash in country music as well. It just I I never thought about that. There's a Johnny Cash and a Johnny Paycheck. <clears throat> okay, but there's no connection. It's just there was a boxer. I mean, we should all be prepared for Johnny Crypto, right? Yeah, why not Johnny yeah. Johnny Bitcoin? Well, and and the he who's not as well known, but um, Johnny uh, the Rinse do 
Johnny the Rents do? Yeah. That's a long yeah. last name. But he, yeah. but he got it. He, 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 there was a boxer that apparently, uh, I think he fought Joe Lewis and his last name was Paycheck. And <laughs> that's kind of where the name came from. So, yeah. So it, do you think he kind of typecasted himself into just a song about work? No, David Allen Coe wrote the song, and David Allen Coe actually got upset because people thought Johnny Paycheck wrote the song, and Johnny because it fit with Paycheck and about you know work and, and that, and and he got upset about it and re released it. Was it nineteen seventy nine? Yeah, and he, actually has some lyrics in there in regards to that. Yeah, so he performed of, it later. Yes, it, but it okay. didn't do as well, and had a kind of a kind of a retort. To, to Johnny Paycheck because uh, he was he was upset. Da- we've done it, David Allen Coe. Oh, so it was a rap battle. Yes, and they had beef. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And there is a rap connection to this song. Yeah. <laughs> that we will get to. Uh, I can barely wait. I think it's it's gonna it's gonna it, it, that might. There's a country comedian too, or I don't know if he's a country comedian. He was a comedian and comedian in general named uh, Johnny Counterfeit had did some songs, and that's no joke. That, that's legit. Wow. Is there any word you can put Johnny with that doesn't equate to being a country music singer? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are. If we want to keep it family friendly. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, Johnny Champagne. I, I, that could be a yeah, country singer. Country yeah. artist. So, why not? Yep. Johnny Horseman. <laughs> yep. Johnny yep. Bourbon. Definitely. Country guy. Did, did, okay. I was thinking about this because, like, that's not his real name. Did you have people in your life that you that that had cool nicknames? Like Johnny Paycheck is to me that like that would be almost a guy like like I was watching Goodfellas recently. I hadn't seen that movie in a long time. Decided to watch it, and there's the famous scene where they're going through. Um, I think it's the club, and they're saying they're introducing each person. They all have these crazy nicknames, and and they just stuck right. Yeah. So did you do, do you have? There was a kid growing up in the neighborhood. He was a little younger than us. So he was like, you know, one of those kids that you kind of felt like, okay, he looked up to you. And um, he was Pookie. I always thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. But I, I always dodge nicknames. Like my last name always meant, look, that if you're going to call him anything different, you're going to call him Rambo. No no nicknames could really stick. Yeah. But I always thought, Pookie, that was kind of cool. You had a bunch of nicknames, friends in college and things. Yeah, I've talked about that before. Fish. Yeah. And when, of course, we've got a friend named Cheese. Yeah, and uh, and that actually got shortened from Cheeseburger. Yeah, that's his oh. formal nickname. Oh, he has an informal so nickname. So cheese, cheese is casual. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you know him, if you, if you yeah. know Mr. Cheeseburger, if you don't. Yeah. Okay. That's right. So not if you're nasty. You had did, <laughs> when? When <laughs> oh uh, they're like a like a baseball Josh or something? We had baseball Josh. Yeah, he he wore socks with sandals. <laughs> And, and played baseball. And played baseball, and that's how we knew him. He was baseball Josh. So, we had Amanda Hare. She had a lot of hair. <laughs> I feel like I remember one that like really missed the mark here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I think there's a story there. Yeah. But So my former business partner, Conrad, was great at assigning nicknames. And when we started working together, I found out, like, you know, just all these people had nicknames. And I, I was a little self-conscious for a little while. I finally pulled Beth, our mutual business partner, so I was like, look, I got to know did I have a nickname like before we started working together and either she was just kind to me and lied or legitimately I, I just hadn't accomplished one, but Conrad was really good at about, it, it, he would assign it and then they would stick like to the point. <laughs> oh man, there's, there's a great story where 
he's in the airport and he sees this guy that we had worked with on some things and he's like, Hey, uh, I'm at the airport. He, he calls Beth and he's like, uh, who's that such, you know, and rolls out the nickname and she knows immediately <laughs> who he's talking about. He has no idea what the guy's name is. Um, but that was not a flattering nickname. So. <laughs> oh man! Should we get to the song? Let's do it. I think it's about time. We're just gonna go, huh? We're twenty minutes in. All right. So, and now a resignation. <laughs> Take this job and shut. Don't don't working here no more. God, we're allowed to do that now, right? Like, there's no. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, okay. we're fine. My woman done left and took all the reason I was working for. You better not try to stand in my way as I'm walking out the door. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. So David Allen Coe. Um, apparently wrote this song when, when someone offered him a job as a fireman. And he said, his response was, they can take that job and shove it. He was just joking, but it inspired him to write the song. Eric, you have been a volunteer firefighter. How's that make you feel? Uh, good. It makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel good. <clears throat> Is that what you... Yeah. That's the Yes, as a volunteer, you can't tell them to take the job and shove it. Yeah, 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 that's they can. Eh, it doesn't pay what I thought it did. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'm gonna. Do you know what volunteer means? I'm gonna go ahead and no hang I, that up. I thought it was like a Tennessee thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I was gonna do the one in Nashville, but uh, it wasn't. So, Ooh. is this honestly a good idea though for Johnny Paycheck or the character here? You know, the woman done left him. Yeah, now he's not even going to work at all. That was his reason, huh? Yeah, he's were, so brokenhearted. Were they giving out like a bunch of stimulus money then too? <laughs> <laughs> no, at seventy-seven. That's like gas shortage, right? There's like you. You think he's he's heartbroken? Let's look. Okay, let me take this job and shove it. I ain't working here. My woman had left and took all the reason I was working for. Like the only reason I was working was because she expected me to. So maybe this is freedom. I had to support her. Yeah. Take care of whatever she wanted. I, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm just posing the question. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we get to heartbreak later, but it just sounds like if I don't have that going on, I don't have to have this going on. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Um, nope. Nope, I just read ahead, so I'm gonna quit talking. <laughs> I was listening. Okay, so I was listening to an interview today with um, with Adam Duritz from the Counting Crows. Don't yep. know if you're familiar. Counting Crows is one of my favorite bands, and this guy is still single, and he's like fifty something. I can't imagine living a life like that. That that's so that's so foreign to me. Because I have a wife, I have two kids. This guy is just willy-nilly doing what he wants. He, he's dated Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox. I mean, he's dated some some very famous mm. women. Um, and that's just, a, that's just a foreign concept to me. So this guy, he is now single. And maybe you're right. Maybe this is like, yeah. man, I don't need this anymore. I, I, yeah. Or maybe he was locked into the job because... He had to make a certain amount of money. He was working for her dad. Wow. Yep. He was working in the family business. Mm. She was the only reason he was working there. That's what's up. I think he'd get fired from that gig, though. 
depending on if the woman left him. Yeah. But maybe he was a good worker. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or, you know, dad's like, look, we don't miss, we don't mix business and professional. Have y'all worked in a factory? That's where we're heading in this story. <clears throat> uh, not, not really factory, food warehouse, tool and die shop. Not really the factory. I didn't know you worked at a tool and die shop. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was my life goal early on. Okay. Yeah. Hey, do you think you could fix the mirror in my car? <laughs> yeah. You can't. I don't know if you can YouTube that. And get uh, it right. Okay. Did but you ever work in a factory? No. I know I our sure friend. Didn't. I think our friend Doug did. I've never worked in a factory. My dad worked at a cardboard factory. I knew a Joe that worked in a button factory. Yeah. What do you know? Really? Yeah. <laughs> we we he would bring home large amounts of cardboard. And one summer, uh, my brother, my older brother, uh, this was when I was in high school. He his freshman year of college. He he did not do well. Let's just say that. <laughs> and he had to go to summer school. And I would. My parents were divorced, so I would come in the summers a lot of time. I would spend a lot of time at my dad's. So my dad works third shift. I you know. And then my brother, I'm supposed to be hanging out with him, but he's got to do summer school. So I'm mad. So I have all this cardboard. So I built a cardboard wall in our basement just to let him know, this is the dividing line. You do not cross this. This is my space now. You are out of my life. I was so mad. And then I would just, every once in a while, I would run through the cardboard wall and break it all down and then build it back up again. Sounds we like didn't a have, great summer. Yeah, we, we didn't have cable, so <laughs> I didn't have a lot going on. I probably got a picture of that. I may post that if I can find it. Oh, man. <laughs> of course you would have a picture of that. I feel like I, it explains a little bit. I, uh, I worked at a factory, actually. I worked at a factory for half a day. Yeah? It was one of those, I uh, was going to school and was looking for a, a job in the summer. And I, I, one of those temp agencies put me at a uh, at a factory. I left at lunch and didn't come back. <laughs> now oh that's a gosh. strike. Take this job there, and Greg. shove it. <laughs> didn't didn't even go back to that temp agency. I knew that was not going to be the career for me. What's the, pretty millennial for the old guy? No kidding. <laughs> um. Oh man, there's there's another country song. I'll think of it in just a second. Where, um. It, the guy, I, I guess he he uh, he didn't marry the woman. Uh, there's an Eric Church song about yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's the one I'm thinking of. I wonder if these are related. Could be. Yeah, he he was gonna, he was kind of doing a corporate gig. If, if I'm not mistaken, I can't yeah. remember which song it is, but he yeah he ends up leaving the job because talks about that uh, he didn't report to anybody but her and him. Yep, yep. So this guy is done working. You better not stand in my way as I'm walking out the door. Take this job and shove it anywhere. Do you remember on WAMZ, which was is the Louisville Country Station, Friday mm-hmm. at five o'clock? The uh, yeah, the whistle. Yeah, they would play a whistle. Finally, Friday. Yep, and they would they would play a clip from this song, right? If I'm not, did yeah. they do that? Mm-hmm. And then they would play Finally Friday. Yeah, it was all. It was a uh, Coyote Calhoun was the uh, on air personality it was the one he put together. I think it was 20 years or so that they played that. And I, I, I mean, if I caught that on a Friday at five, I'm so it. happy. I've got it. Do you really? I've got it on cassette somewhere right here. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's super cool. If we can find that, that would be great to All transfer. Right, I'll, I'll dig around. I'm not really sure. I, I just have... let the records show. Greg just said, I've got something on cassette. Mm-hmm. And Joe said, 
that's really cool. Yeah. Listen, I've been I've been transferring uh, VHS tapes to digital this week uh, for somebody. Uh, I can do cassette tapes as well. I mean, I'm you know that's what I and do. My brain kind of liquefied and ran out my ear because of all the I old thought jokes that, might be that what it immediately was. came in that I couldn't even talk, and they just I just found actually that's literally how we'll break Eric. <laughs> It'll just be overload. Yeah. Like oh, there's too much. The joke's too easy. Late last week, I found the cassette of my first radio air check. So that's the first time you're on the air. They do air checks. You yeah. Know, that, so they can critique things. I've got my first air check ever on cassette. And when you found us. Yes. Okay. Well, that's different. That's well, we can, personal. Let's convert that's that. Nostalgia. I, don't need, I don't want anybody to hear that. Oh, Greg, please. Did you find, sound as stupid then, too? <laughs> I, You know, it kind of reminds me of you, actually. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> Retweet. Radio. Is that what you say? <laughs> oh, uh, more lyrics? Oh, you have fun, don't Let's we? Let's hear some yeah, more. <laughs> I've been working in this factory for now on 15 years. All this time, I watched my woman drowning in a pool of tears. And I've seen a lot of good folk die that had a lot of bills to pay. I'd give the shirt right off my back. If I had the guts to say. Okay. This kind of changes my thought here. Mm-hmm. Does she die? Does the does the woman die? Because he says, my woman done left and took all the reason I was working for. Hmm. That doesn't mean she right. just left for someone else. She's gone. He, he was working toward their retirement together and wow. growing old together. I think oh, he man. was working too much because she was drowning in a pool of tears. That could be it, but I'm just saying, and I think she left. I, I, that's how I've always taken it, but, man, that takes on a different tone, right? Yeah. If she died, like, man, this is a sadder song. Yeah. I, I think is he's one of those guys that anytime there was overtime available, he took the overtime because it was more money. He was making more money, bringing more money home. Trying to pay the bills, trying was, to save up for retirement. Yeah, yeah. got to have the boat or whatever, and I think that, became something that uh, took him away from her and mm. she ended up leaving him. When you think about that, I mean, there, there, are, there are so many people that uh, this was, this was um, brought up the other day that, you know, if you, any job basically you're in, let's be real, any job, if, if you leave or you die or whatever, they will replace you within 30 to 60 days. They'll have your spot filled. I said, you know, why give that much to a company where, you know, time is precious. You don't have a lot of time with your kids, especially. I think I read there's only 730 Saturdays between the time your child is born. Oh, my and gosh. The time Thank you for that. that. You're such a bummer. Leave Jeez, the Lord. house Thanks, Eric. for college. Good Lord. There's only 730, so why spend your Saturdays working when you should be spending it with your kids who, oh uh, let's God. be real, uh, probably in half of those Saturdays are going to think you're dumb and not want to hang out with you anyway, so... Actually, my son works for me, and so every Saturday he is with me. Really didn't expect this podcast to be where I wow. reevaluated life. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of crazy. Wow. Jeez. Now, I worked at the, a food warehouse, and I did kind of do the Johnny Paycheck thing of take this job and shove it. We'll do tell. Because so many people, the money was, was decent, and so many people would start, and they would they would graduate and get their degree and they would end up staying because the money was pretty good. I decided to get out of there before I got locked in like other people did. And mm. and I left. This was actually right before Jennifer and I got married. 
I left and 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 started reaching out to do radio stuff. That kind of kind of pushed you. And I have and friends. And now you're here recording this podcast yeah. with all of I, us. I, I didn't say it turned Good out call. how I wanted. I didn't say that it wasn't, wasn't 100% successful in that. 940 uh, Saturdays. Sorry. Oh, well, in that oh, case. Oh, well, we're oh, fine. Yeah, I got yeah, some to waste. Never mind. <laughs> actually, it's free Saturdays. Actually, unless you've got a kid that just finished up his first year. I'll see you guys at the office this weekend. <laughs> I don't know. I hey. guess I guess I work so much because in 940 Saturdays I got to pay for college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it only gets more expensive. So, Kenny, let's talk about a story that happened a few years back, uh, where maybe one of your uh, young folk in your life um, had made a decision that I mean wasn't the decision that you wanted them to make, and you take them into the lounge area <laughs> and you start. Oh, this is epic. Now I know where you're going. Yeah, you start giving them the, the, the talk, the family talk of I wish know, they business. hadn't turned their life around, I guess is what I'm, I'm a saying. A business. And, and you, you tell them, all right, you made a decision. We've got to let one person go. Who do we let go? Yeah. yeah. It's never good when your name is in there. Well, well, so people knew it was my name. Yeah. It so, was Joe's name and somebody else's name. Yeah. So, and so, I'm and analyzing that, realizing I'm a goner. My name oh, didn't come up, did it? You weren't there. No, you wouldn't have time. saved us any money. Yeah. <laughs> like, you literally do not work with us. <laughs> I would have cost you money, actually, <laughs> yeah, if, if absolutely. I had to yeah, yeah. Thanks for your contribution. <laughs> no, so my oldest daughter um, had, had made a decision um, to use her association with me to try to get out of something. And, uh, and it happened to be with a client. So it got back to me. And, um, I just explained to her like, you know, Hey, you, you put those relationships at risk. You know, when, when you evoke my name, like that can damage my reputation, et cetera, et cetera. And so I wanted her to understand like the connection of that. So <laughs> she was getting, um, a pretty epic lecture in, in the lounge, the, the meeting space of our office. And I said, you know, that, that client equates to, you know, somebody's salary every month. And I said, so I need you to help me decide who goes. And I just started to list names of people on the team that she had some connections, some 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 familiarity with. I'm, I'm gonna, what I'm I did actually, think through was that Greg was in the building. I'm going to kind of contest that a little bit because those names flew off way too easy. <laughs> yeah, Joe, Greg. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I knew the ones that would be personal to her because, you know, she had at least rapport or... Um, had gotten you gotten to know you guys enough to to yeah. I guess I've you. thought about it long enough. It's Greg. <laughs> she was too quick with yeah. her answer. I'll yeah, say she that. Uh, she did respond pretty quickly. Yeah, she, she was like, hesitate. "Well, you know, Greg's been here the least amount of time, <laughs> so if it's a business decision that you're making, he's probably close to retirement. So. He'll probably land on his feet." Yeah. When so. you said that, it made me think. I, I don't know if you've ever seen The Wire, but there's a famous scene in there where she, uh, Marlo Stanfield says, "My name is my." name name <laughs> talking about people talking about his name in the streets <laughs> Just made me think yeah of well and you know it was it was it was kind of a sensitive spot because like there was no invoking anybody's name in, in my growing up like that was gonna get me nowhere <laughs> it's actually and, gonna take me backwards right right and and you know i mean it's it's a unique situation she's my stepdaughter so we don't even share the same last name so she gets some distance from that um, but we just never wanted them to think that way. Like, Oh, because of who? And anyways, that's, that's ridiculous because like, who am I? Nobody. Right. right. But 
Uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. So <laughs> blah blah blah, you would have fired me. Thank, <laughs> thank you for having a good sense of humor about it. So she did have a very astute observation. She was like, "Well, you know, Greg and Joe, they both married up. It'll be fine." <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's sharp for a wow, kid. Okay, maybe you should hire her. Jeez. <laughs> hey, whoa, hold on, Joe. <laughs> All right, so we want to get into some more lyrics. Yeah, take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. My woman done left and took all the reason I was working for. You better not try to stand in my way. So I'm walking out the door, take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Well, the foreman, he's a regular dog. The line boss, he's a fool. Got a brand new flat top haircut. Lord, he thinks he's cool. We got to pause right there. (laughs) That lyric kills me. That lyric kills me. I can't imagine walking into a place and being like, that dude with the flat top haircut, he thinks he's so cool. But it was you know? 1977. I'd like to show him. Oh, he's making me oh, so mad man. with that flat top haircut. <laughs> I just hope when I quit, it's on the day he gets his haircut. <laughs> 1977. That's true. I'd say the flat top was it. Mm-hmm. I did have a flat top back in the day, I will say. I did not. I did not. I did not I ever. Never had I, had a, I had a flat top. I had my. I, I used to like... Uh, had the had the hair that would come like down to down to your eyebrows almost. Uh, my mom hated that. She always wanted me to change that haircut. Um, I had really long hair. Um, Wait, is the flat top one where you part your hair in the middle and no, you let it grow no. to your ears? No, no. Or right, then I didn't have a flat top. Flat top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have a standard haircut? I think you said words are hard earlier, right? <laughs> no. Did you have a standard haircut basically for your whole childhood, or did you change it up? Oh, I changed it up. What'd yeah. you do, bud? I don't really want to talk about that. I need some pictures. <laughs> the Graham needs it. <laughs> uh, I think sixth grade, it was the when they did the perm in the back. Oh, my oh. gosh, Greg, please. Please let me have that picture. <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa. Oh, so No, I, I, I'm going to weigh in on this because fourth grade, maybe fourth grade, is when that was the trend in, you know, in our world. It was so short-lived that by the time my hair got long enough to put a permit, it was over. Because, no joke, our elementary school principal did it. And then it was like, nope, (laughs) I'm good, cut my hair. Please, Greg, please find that picture. But I'll also share, (laughs) that was an interesting time for me because fourth grade school pictures, I was suited up by my choice, like jacket and tie, parted hair. Yeah. Fifth grade pictures, Hawaiian shirt, spiked hair. And I think, I, mm. have you shown shared those pictures? Maybe so. Can can we share those? I, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to write it down. I'll that write would, it down. That would you be guys, yeah, be Bam, f- school pictures, we'll write that down. We can maybe share yeah. those. That'll be fun. Yeah. All right. So My that, son actually suited up for his school picture this year. Him. Yeah, with his long hippie yeah. hair. Cooper asked about it like the day before because that's how he operates. He's mine. And it was just too suspect. <laughs> like, no, you're up to something. <laughs> no, we're not going to get on board. I took my seven-year-old to Great Clips, um, two, well, a week and a half ago now, and uh, there's five people in there counting him getting their hair cut, and three of those people are having their hair cut into mullets, and that is a true story. Everywhere. And oh, this, guys, this, I got to tell you, I was at Sky's the Limit this weekend, trampoline park here in town. That's Mullet to buy. Send them an invoice. I saw what had to be both the most impressive mullet on a young man that I've seen in two decades and the most confusing one 
that I've seen in probably two decades because the dad or uncle or whatever of this guy balled on top, but was still oh, maintaining the mullet somehow. The I was so confused. The skullet. Yeah. Yes. The skullet. Yeah. Good for him. But I will say they were jousting and they were entertaining to watch. I bet they were. Yeah. So, I mean, those locks just flowing. Well, it was just the ways that they were coming up with to mess with one another. Well, the, the, pretty impressive. The other guy who was in the haircut place not getting a mullet comes to the front to pay, and he's got like a, a Bargetown Country Club T-shirt on, and he said, are, are mullets coming back? <laughs> and the woman said, oh, yeah, yeah, they're coming back. They're coming and that's back. when that guy got woke. <laughs> and, and, and she goes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they're coming back. And he said, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that. She said, yep, just gave my son one. He goes, well, I guess they're not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Pain yeah. left. Yeah. Hopped in his Lexus. And We're still not allowing him on the golf course. <laughs> So, oh, John Daly would have one. Let's take yeah, a, John one. Daly has one. Does he really? Let's, oh yeah. Already? Let's take a tangent there, though. Okay, you got to take your son to a real barbershop, man. Mm-mm. Yes, you've only got nine hundred and something Saturdays with him. Like, yeah, we you got to make one the, of them getting a ten dollar haircut. You got to make the barber visit count. Why? My son hasn't had a haircut in a year and a half. You're saving so much money. I, so much money. I no, I, I think the loss of the barbershop experience, like there's there's something very masculine and and connective about that. Like I will say, I, I used to, to I yeah. used to go to the barbershop with my granddad and my and my dad, and I'd get my you know glass bottle of Coca Cola, and they would talk for hours about nothing. Oh, I don't have that much time to spend right? on a Saturday, but it's it's more efficient with now. my son. It's more efficient now. But yeah, yeah. is it really more efficient now? Oh yeah. It well, the barbershop you go to, the one that I used to go to is not as I would say it's just as inefficient today as it was 10 years ago. No, our our barbershop options, the ones that Cooper and I go to, they're 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 efficient. You know, but you get good conversation, you get a little man time. I, I think it's important. Headhunters, do you remember that? that yes. That, yeah. yeah, that's where I went, Mr. Brown. Yeah. That's where I went as a kid. My grandfather would always take me. and We went and saw Stanley in the Hellwood Center. And I, the one thing I remember there is annually there was a complaint about them closing the road for a parade. How in the world do they close a federal highway for a parade? I, I still remember them talking about that incessantly. And I'm like, who cares? <laughs> I get candy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I had the Simpson brothers. Oh yep. yeah, that sounds oh, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, that was where. Where were they at? Or are they still? They yeah, still cut. they're still but, in town. What? Uh, what was the name of their place? Oh, um, Hair Tech. Hair Tech. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's Cooper tech. and I's barber. Write that down. You go see John Bill too. Yeah, yeah. send them. But you you walk in there and and Francis in there. You would sit down. They say, Hey, Greg, let me ask you a question. What do you think about this? And before you before you can answer, he goes, Well, let me tell you what I think. That's and by the time he gets done, your haircut's that's done. That's who I want to be. I want to be an old man in a barbershop just saying random stuff. But without having to cut the hair. Yes. Yeah. I just want to be sitting there like, why is this guy here? He's bald. But no joke. No (laughs) joke. hanging out. Yeah. (laughs) No joke. There have been been times that we've been working on, let's just say, community-related issues. And I would go to see the Simpson brothers without needing a haircut because I just knew I can get the pulse here. Like I can bring this up and they'll share what they're hearing. They'll share what they know. 
Shout out Francis yeah. and Johnny. And Johnny. If Great. there's any bodies Great. buried in this town, they probably know where they're at. That's right. Everyone so, tells their barber. I guess everything. that's why you don't go to the barber shop. That's you just right. go to Great Clips. I just got transactional, no relationship. That's right. Yeah, I mean they they were great guys. I mean I I enjoyed it. I want to be the guy that goes to the fast food restaurant every morning at like seven thirty and just has the I cup of coffee wait. and the sausage. The senior cup of coffee. Oh my god! Sits there yes. for four hours and drinks. Nine cups of coffee at 50 I, cents. I, I've always dreamed of being that guy. What if we showed up mm-hmm. in the middle of that cohort mm-hmm. and just did a podcast? Like, just invited oh them gosh, in. They well, would hate us. They would take a while to explain what a podcast is. <laughs> they don't have to know. Just, you know, talk amongst yourselves. Discuss with us. I, I think we'd probably get, get shut down pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> because they literally talk about where yeah. the bodies are being. <laughs> oh, wow. This thing needs a rating. <laughs> yeah. So this, okay, to, to this song. This song actually became so popular that they made a movie with this title, Take This Job and Shove It. And it starred, um, remember the guy from Airplane, the main actor? He's in this movie. Um, uh, George Lindsay, who is Goober, uh, Goober Pyle, okay. Griffith. But it also stars, and this is where this is the connection here. It also stars an actor named David Keith. Now, David has been in such movies as an officer, officer and a gentleman, Major League Two, The Indian in the Cupboard, Men of Honor, Daredevil, and his brother, his cousin. I'm sorry, is Mike Keith. Who is the play-by-play announcer for the Tennessee Voice Titans? Voice of the Tennessee Titans, NFL football Yes. So, all right. There's a little connection for you because right. you guys are Titans fans. So I thought I'd throw that okay. in there for you. Um, but yeah, take this job and shove it. It was a 1981 comedy, American comedy film. Um, Robert Hayes is the airplane guy that I was trying to think of. Um, but yeah, it's a movie that you can actually watch based on this movie. And and David Allen Coe and um, Johnny Paycheck have appearances in this movie as well. Mm. All right. Like this song was extremely popular. Well, well, feeling like maybe we're past the long play on this and this isn't like an epic resignation. Like, Mm. do you have any of those? What's the like most random thing you've quit a job for or most epic way that you've quit a job? Anything? We done anything? I don't really have anything. I kind of did the thing where I, I, I always wanted to be a waiter and I got hired by a um, by a restaurant that is a chain restaurant, and I went Cracker Barrel. Nope, <laughs> Mr. Gaddy's. And I went to the training. He was waiting tables at Mr. Gaddy's. Shoney's. <laughs> I went to the training in the Pond morning Rosa. and was like, oh, "I'm not going to be good at this." Texas I'm Roadhouse. I'm not going to be good at this. And I they let they they broke for lunch, and I left, and I never went back. <laughs> kind of the same thing you did. Did you get yeah. paid for them four hours? I did. <laughs> <laughs> And I also, I worked at a credit union, and I hated that job. I hated it. And every day, this guy that I worked with, he was a nice guy, but he wore these big old old person glasses, and he would listen to his old music, and he just talked incessantly. And I would think every day, I should just, I should just fake <laughs> passing out. I should just I should just pass out. They'll take me to the hospital. I'll get it out. It was of the space. math. It wasn't anything this <laughs> yeah. guy was saying. Yeah. And, and now you real. do a show and share an office with that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 
You actually, when you wear those glasses for a certain character in our show, yeah. you look like that guy. I'm not <laughs> even real. joking. Yes. And and that guy, I mean, it was. It was part of the math. There would be people that, I just hated that job, and I would think every day, I just need to fake passing. I on. remember when you worked there. Oh, I hated it. And you always talked about how miserable you were. It was every day was just misery. Didn't you leave? This to is go, the day with the Reuben sandwich, yes, right? <laughs> to go write comedy. Yes. That's when you left and took that job, right? He he's never been so happy in his life. He was the happiest. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I left one job as a fast food place. It was my first job. And I I left it actually I I think it was mutual. We got caught um and we we were we went there in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. and uh made sandwiches (laughs) with friends. (laughs) And the establishment didn't like that. I yeah, know. Go figure that Weird. out. Weird. I don't want it. What's this horse doing in the building? Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Let's just say it involves roast beef because I had to go in early to put the roast beef on. Uh-huh. And um, we might have made sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plenty of places that do that. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. So, guys, I just got a, um, a, a weather. A weather warning. Oh. Whoa. Tomorrow morning, we're going to have dense fog. So we are now under a dense fog advisor. Oh, my gosh. If you are listening to this Friday morning, (laughs) I hope you made it through the dense fog that happened to you yesterday. day before. Did did you get that alert from the National Weather Service? Uh, No, I don't know any people there. Oh, okay. But uh, Mm -hmm. I did get it from AccuWeather. Yeah. Dot com. Which is not accurate. I I hear the folks at the National Weather Service. Mm -hmm. Real friendly. Are they? Interesting. Really? Yep. Johnny Paycheck. Not very interesting story with this guy. So he, he's born in Ohio. Um, he, he had a, he kind of started off in more of a regular country scene. When the outlaw country music scene comes on, he kind of changes his vibe and grows up the hair of the beard. This is when he releases this song and, and, he, and he gets into that mode. But he kind of lives out the outlaw country thing because in December of 1985, Paycheck was convicted and sentenced to seven years in jail for shooting a man in the North High Lounge in Hillsborough, Ohio. He fired a 22 pistol and the bullet grazed the man's head. Paycheck claimed the act was in self-defense, but he served his sentence in 1989, spending 22 months in prison before being pardoned by the Ohio governor at the time. So this guy is uh, kind of a crazy story. I mean, well, I was going to mention, so the next line says, um, one of these days I'm going to blow my top, and that sucker, he's going to pay. If you say that nowadays, <laughs> one of these days I'm going to blow my top at work, and they're going to pay. Not cool. Yeah, you have the police and probably yeah. federal authorities there within the hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway... Lord, I can't wait to see their faces when I get the nerves to say. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. A woman done left and took all the reason I was working for. Better not try to stand in my way as I'm walking out the door. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Take this job and shove it. So we mentioned, I mentioned this earlier at kind of the top of the podcast, but there is a rap connection to the song. So you've seen Office Space, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So do you remember on the Office Space soundtrack, there is a song. I'm going to go ahead and say no. <laughs> yeah. There is a song called Shove This J-O-B, and it's spelled J-A-Y 
O-H-B-E-E. And it's about Bismarcky and cannabis. Do you remember it now? I, I don't. Oh, you But got, I know what I'm listening to on the drive home. You have to listen to it. I I'm, guess as I hold my rearview mirror. I, li- <laughs> I listened to the other the other day in, in preparation for the podcast, and I'd kind of forgot. I had forgotten about it, but I do remember it. Okay. It it hits so hard. It's so good. <laughs> Bismarcky sings basically the same chorus as the song itself. And cannabis does the verses. Yeah. Man, it's fantastic. Oh man. So you're gonna listen to it and you're gonna uh, be like, yeah. okay. Yeah. okay. And then I'm gonna then I'm gonna listen to cannabis try to take the microphone off of LL's arm. <laughs> it's gonna be a great drive home. I have no Sand idea what you just said. And, and I also want to say you, you we said earlier that Johnny Paycheck didn't have any other hits, but he, he had one that wasn't a number one hit, but the B side of this track. That that wasn't a hit. It was it was but it but it was on the chart. I mean, it, was, it doesn't make it a hit. But, it was but, like number fifty. It's still it's so funny. We we should need yeah, to because it was the B side of this song. We need to do this song. It's called Colorado Kool Aid. <laughs> Aren't you in already? Okay. Is that like where all the people get together and they drink the Kool Aid no. and then die? Mass lyrics murder. and laughs, where we discuss the lyrics of obscure country <laughs> songs to it try is. to convince. I never. I don't think I've heard this song. I will give you credit. That was very well played on getting mere murder. Yeah. Reference. Oh. Very nice yeah, job. Good Very job. Nice. Yeah. This murder reference sponsored by Kool Aid. <laughs> you drank it yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you waiting for? We ain't got all day. UFOs will be here soon. Anyways, you should read through the lyrics of Colorado Kool Aid. It's fantastic. I, I do want to say, like, when you guys texted over that this was the, the song, I thought, man, this doesn't have a lot of relevance right now. Like, Unemployment numbers, mm-hmm. job participation rates, like, I don't know. You got to show up to tell anybody to shove a job, right? Everyone is hiring, yeah. it feels like. Yeah. So, yeah. Did well, we do it? Oh, I think so. I think so. Did we do it? Because here's what's going to happen. He's going to go home, or on his drive home. He's going to listen to that rap version. Mm-hmm. But it's the, the chorus is basically the same chorus as the country song. As okay. presented by Bismarcky. As, but, but, yeah, Bismarcky. Who, man, Bismarcky's so good, dude. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> All right, I figured it out. Next Wednesday when we're remote, I'll bring a bulldozer. We will dig a big hole. We'll bury the Taurus, right? Mm-hmm. Shh, we, we're not telling anybody. Someone buys the lot, goes to dig their basement, buried treasure. Free Taurus. Ooh, they oh, got like the it. Easter egg. That's pretty good. They they get the prize. Hey, did I just hear y'all are going on a remote next week? Oh no, I don't. Were were you eavesdropping again? Yes, but I. What am I supposed to do out there? Greg, All this why time. You, why do you have so many eaves in your basement? I mean, what am I supposed to do? Can I come? Or am I supposed to stay in this basement all week? Will you? Stay in the basement all week. That so. is true. I do stay in the basement. And all week. I hear the projector is almost fixed. Once we get a new color wheel down here, well, it's about no, time. We're getting there. I haven't been able to. Watch. I've been watching TV on a small screen that Greg got me, and that is garbage. <laughs> well, how big? How big is the the TV on your private jet? Oh, I mean, it's huge. I could watch that all day. But do you have a projector on that? Yeah, man, we got all sorts of stuff. We got big screens. We got uh, we got movie pop, movie style popcorn on there. Um, For the got, record, the small screen I, that he's referring is fifty two inches. Oh my gosh, garbage! Like I said, grin. Yeah, you said it, not me. 
I mean, to be in Greg's shoes, right? I mean, you your your fifty two inch TV just stays behind your projector screen the whole time. Right, Greg's living high on the hog. That's what oh, I've been saying this whole man. time, man. That's I get why, I why you haven't been paying rent. Yeah, man. I may move in down here. Why no, not? no, you're not. No, Come on no. in. Right, I'm moving. We can we share the bunk beds? Let me tell you, the water is fine. Do I get the top bunk? You do. Oh man, are we're we gonna, gonna be, be great best friends? friends. We are. Oh man, sorry, Joe. <laughs> What you're you're gonna be best friends with Luke, not me? Ah, uh, he had a pretty sweet deal. He got a bunk bed. That's true. I do got a bunk bed. Yeah, Luke, shut up. <laughs> I don't know. I think Luke, you're making me so mad right now. Well, you're making me mad. All uh, right, I gotta get out of here. I gotta go fix a bunk bed for Eric. All right, we did it. <laughs> I'm so excited about moving to Greg's basement. I'm gonna need that color wheel pretty quick, though. Well, you can right. take this best friendship and shove it. Well, all right, <laughs> Kenny. I don't know what the point is, but. <laughs> Uh, just go ahead and put us out of our misery again. You can take country music and shove it. No! (laughs) What if we got a second set of bunk beds, and then you could also live in the basement with us, Kenny? That's a different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's called March Madness. (laughs) Well. Well. Good night, Fairdale. You have nothing else to say, Eric? Nothing at all? If you got a good used car that you want to get rid of, I'm paying top dollar as long as it's below NADA retail value right now. And then I'll turn around and resell that car for a fine profit. He's not kidding about that. Lyrics Last brought to you by Luke Andrews. Custom home sites and new Briarwood Reserve. Lots ranging from a half acre to three quarter an acre. Ready to build your dream home. Visit luke.homesearchlouisville.com to contact Luke for more information. Subscribe to and rate our podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. Also look for the Lyrics and Laughs uh, podcast on Facebook and Instagram, or you'll find sneak peeks in the next week's episode. Just search Lyrics Laughs Pod. And don't forget our Lyrics and Laughs playlist on Spotify with over five hours of country gold. Thank you again for listening to Lyrics and Laughs. We'll see you next time for episode number 61.